from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Hammerdown Racing Report. Sorry, we're a couple of minutes late tonight. The traffic around Ron Miller Race Car Studio was intense today. Congratulations on winning their home opener to the Mud Ends. Yeah, yeah, it just finished. That was your yes, problem. they did. Yeah. That that was the issue. <laughs> uh, we'll pay bills in a minute. We have uh, someone on the phone here that uh, we're going to start the show off with. Uh, we'll bring him up here. I suppose I take him off a hold there. Uh, Ryan Weekman, meteorologist over at uh, WTOL Channel 11. You there? I'm here. All I'm right. Ready to rock and roll. I'm glad things are working. So, anyway, are you a racing fan? Let's start out with that. Uh, um, you know, I used to really be – okay, so I was probably part of the big part of the population that really got into NASCAR in, like, the mid to late 90s and early 2000s. Okay. Um, so I used to love NASCAR. I used to watch it a lot. In fact, my family used to have – Back before, I used to have like fantasy football. We had a fantasy NASCAR league, so I used to really be into it. Uh, don't watch it as often anymore, but I, I still appreciate some good race cars. Okay, well that that's good enough. Yeah, um, Ron, Ron Miller <laughs> I'm here. On the low end of your listener spectrum. <laughs> Ron Miller here with us, but uh, you do serve in a very important part uh, of uh, of the racing world, uh, being that you're in the weather industry, reporting that Mother Nature has been bipolar lately. I'm the guy that you shake your fist at when you see the <laughs> forecast for every weekend. Yeah, so what's been, what's been going on? Is this an abnormal uh, spring for us? or uh, uh, Not counting today or yesterday, but uh, the previous like month or so. I watched the, yeah, the, the temperatures in the Toledo Blade, and Alaska's been warmer than us. And you know what? That's actually very common. If it's cool here, it's warm there. It's basically a giant teeter-totter, um, and that's just kind of how the atmosphere works. If you think... Alaska's three, four thousand miles away. Our weather is almost always going to be opposite of what they see. It's what we get in the winter a lot too. But yeah, it has been an abnormally cool of a spring. Um, in fact, the start to April up until today, when we finally had a real warm up, uh, was one of the coldest on record starts to April. So um, it has been cool um, today, tomorrow, going into Friday is going to kind of uh, even that out just a little bit. But we're going to dive right back into it. I think for next week, it's going to stay pretty cool. We, high we in the forties. We don't want to hear that. We don't want to go back. We can't go back from this. I know, and, and I don't think it's going to be as cool, but I tell you what, once you get stuck in a pattern, it's very hard to break it. I was really hoping that we were going to with this uh, this big low-pressure center that was going to bring us the warm weather today and tomorrow, but nope, we're going right back into it, 40s and 50s for highs next week. Uh, I, I, know, I know the weather people don't like to predict more than a week out, but what's your best guess as to when Mother Nature is going to flip the switch? I've been telling Jerry Anderson for two months now because he's been asking the same question. He asks me on the <laughs> noon show once a week. Are you ready for this? He says, "When's spring going to get here?" I say, "I said June." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not what so, we want to hear, though. It was really funny in February. Uh, Jerry said it stopped being funny in March, and now he's he's about to throw me out of the studio every time I say it. So we we have a local track here. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Attica Raceway Park semi. Oh yeah. Okay. They've canceled all, all four of their uh, racing events uh, so far this year, and uh, all because of the weather. They are. It, it looks like uh, they're going to get the race in tomorrow, though. Is they'll that, definitely get the okay. race in tomorrow. Um, they'll get. Let's see. How's that positioned? Is it uh, is it east, west, north, south? I'm trying to think how the backstretch goes there. But when they're going, when they're when they're on the, the favorable wind goes direction, north. like today. 
Backstretch goes north. Yeah. Okay, they're going to get great fuel mileage going that way. <laughs> coming down the front stretch, it won't be as good. And then, then. coming down the front stretch, they're going to have a little extra drag on the front of it. Yeah, so kind of like it was for today. It's going to be another windy day. But I guarantee you it will be dry or dry enough tomorrow that all the races will get in Friday. All okay. right. But then Saturday's another story because everything is canceled. Toledo Speedway's already canceled. Their uh, season opener on Saturday, it's citing the forecast. We blame you. I blame, hey, blame me. That's what I'm here for. I'm a, I'm a giant target. I'll get you a cutout of me. You guys can use, my, use it as a big dartboard. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, Saturday and Sunday are looking, uh, if you want the official weather term, it's looking very poopy outside. Uh, highs will be in the 40s, but most of Saturday especially will be in the 30s. The wind will be off the lake, heavy downpours at times. It's just going to be a miserable weekend probably. Didn't I see Sunday night low maybe in the 20s again? Um, potentially in the twenties, I don't think it's going to get that cold for one reason. We're going to have a lot of clouds overhead and the wind will be coming off the West. And so, uh, we'll get a lot of clouds and maybe a few showers overnight from Lake Michigan. So we could sneak into the upper twenties if skies clear out, but we'll probably stay near and just above freezing. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) Does that, does that make you feel any better? (laughs) Sure. How about some sunshine though? At this time of the year, the sun's a little more direct and even if, the breezes are a little chilly. The sun feels good. The sun does feel good. It makes a big difference, especially when you start talking uh, pavement temperature and that sort of thing when you get to raceways that have asphalt. Uh, but I think what we're going to look at is because we got so cold this winter and Lake Erie remains so chilly, we're talking uh, when the lake breeze kicks up, clouds are going to move overhead, and I was afraid this was going to happen, that April was going to be a cloudier instead of a sunnier month, and it's kind of really shaping up that way. So January or December in April is what we've got. It's called a schmarch weather. <laughs> I yeah. thought it was like January 87th or something. Yeah. Oh, that uh, works too. I'll start using that one. Okay. So why has it been so, just because the, the weather patterns uh, just have not been favorable, or is it just Mother Nature is really not a racing fan? Um, a combination of both. Okay. No. <laughs> no, you guys know spring is a very difficult season a lot of times when we get into uh, into April. And, and here's what we're looking at right now. We were kind of stuck in this pattern all winter long. And once you get into a pattern, it's hard to break because a large part of the way that our weather patterns work globally, you have to think on a global scale when we're talking months and weeks of scale, is that the, we look at the surface temperatures of the oceans. And the way that the Pacific Ocean is lined up where we have the warm weather off the coast of California, it allows that warm air to go north into Alaska, like you were talking about, and then the colder air diving down for us. And, and that's why we had the nor'easters as well. If you heard earlier in the season, like Boston, they got storm after storm after storm. The way that the sea surface temperatures were lined up, giving them big storms and dumping cold air back on us, too. It all kind of aligns when you look at a global scale. Okay. My, my sister lives in Erie, Pennsylvania. I, I think I understand. What <laughs> They had a really good one. They had a record-setting season this year. Yeah, yeah they did. One, one final question. I'm jealous. One, one final question for you. Um, I'm sure that our audience would like to know. Just a simple answer. When uh, can we expect regular racing uh, to be in Northwest Ohio? Basically, when's the weather going to be favorable for Let's that? Let's say 55 or 60 degree nighttime temps. Okay, 55, 60 degree and nighttime no rain. temperatures. And and see, this is the key part. A lot of a lot of what we're seeing, and I, and I I already am starting to get emails from farmers as well is I think May is going to be a very wet month. 
And we're going to have to see how this lines up because here's something you can look forward to. Okay, here's something you can look forward to so I don't give you all doom and gloom report here and you're going to kick me off your podcast. <laughs> uh, when, <laughs> when you look at the way a pattern sh- sh- sets up, look every seven days, every five to seven days, and if it rains, let's say it rains on a Monday, Tuesday for two weeks in a row, almost every single time that happens, it's going to rain on that Monday or Tuesday or whatever day of the week that it is for the next four or five weeks because the way that these patterns get set up, they repeat themselves here in the Midwest about every five to seven days. So if we get good weather in May lining up over the weekends and crappy weather on like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, that could line up really well for things. But if it's the opposite, you guys are going to call me back and and kick me (laughs) off the TV. I'm assuming you're not going to claim any influence over the wet days. Or oh, no, 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 no. The way, the way things work here at, at WTOL is when the weather's really nice, I made it. And if the weather's really bad, it's Robert Shields' fault. Well, I understand. Well, so we thank you for today, then. Today was great. Good job. You're welcome. <laughs> See, nobody thanked me today. I appreciate that. <laughs> now, you do a, a weather podcast uh, on Sunday nights, I, I, I believe, don't you? Well, so I do a weather, a Sunday night weather hangout. That's kind of like a Facebook live. Okay, that's kind what of it is. Hangout. Yep, and then every Wednesday, we try every Wednesday, we do have a podcast. We just started this year uh, called Off the Radar, and it's kind of something where, you know, we just we geek out for one segment, and then we kind of let our hair down and, and talk about all sorts of other stuff, too. So it's kind of fun. It, it's been kind of liberating. We haven't done a podcast before, and we get to talk about all sorts of things. Ryan, where can uh, our listeners uh, catch you? Well, if they if they know how to find me, they can uh, they can look on social media, Facebook and Twitter is a good place to find stuff. In podcast stores, if you search off the radar WTOL, you'll see it on there. And uh, we always encourage you guys and and all the racing fans out there download that first alert weather app. If if they have any specific questions or you guys want specific forecasts, you know what we can do is we have push alerts and specific forecasts we can send out through the First Alert weather app. So if you guys tell me, uh, email me over, you know the racing schedule for Attica and other big raceways. Uh, if it's a Friday night or something like that, we can send a, a weather video directly to your listeners and viewers at the raceway at specific times. It's pretty cool technology we have. Okay, one one more silly question, and you can poo-poo it if you want. Um, oh, I will. Go ahead. Yeah, Oak, Oakshade Raceway is our Saturday night home. Um, yep. It seems as though if weather is threatening and the cars are on the track, the weather will stay away. As soon as the cars quit... It's the weather vortex. It's the weather vortex, exactly. Oh, no, no, no. There's another weather term for that. It's called the bubble. The bubble. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the bubble. So, um, no, it's it's a real phenomenon. (laughs) Why why are you laughing? It's just the way things work. (laughs) It's not just total BS. No, it's just partial. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Absolutely love it. Ryan Weekman from uh, Channel 11, WTOL. Appreciate uh, you taking some time to to help us out. We've been... Struggling for things to talk about because uh, we haven't nothing's any, happening. Yeah, no racing around here yet. But uh, looks like tomorrow night at least uh, Attica will finally get their first race of the season in. And, and if we, the weather doesn't turn around, you have me back on here. I'll be your pinata again. Don't worry about okay. it. I'll come well, back. and we encourage our listeners to check you out on uh, on Facebook or WTOL's webpage. Yeah, we should have uh, Ryan do like a or maybe you you should do a a. Uh, weekend racing forecast we got a lot of tracks around northwest ohio you know we got Toledo, yeah oak shade attica mis 50th year this year too fremont fremont of course toledo yep. speedway so, yeah. yeah oh toledo speedway yeah they'd kill me if i didn't say that yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm thinking well we'll have to work something out with that okay let's do, do it that. we'll talk off the podcast but I, hey i really appreciate you guys having me on this has been a lot of fun yeah i appreciate it appreciate the time take care all right bye. thank you
Ryan Weekman of uh, WTL Channel 11, meteorologist, meteorologist there, and uh, he, he he's he, he's a self-proclaimed weather geek. I'm I I like weather, but uh, not the weather we've been having. I, I Except like, for today, today's. I good. like warm weather. Yeah, we should race on Thursday nights. Then, well, especially yeah. if what he said is true, Thursday nights for the next month or so could be very good because that weather pattern seems to repeat itself. All right, uh, backing up a little bit, we kind of got ahead of ourselves. Uh, we're coming to you live from the Ron Miller Race Car Studios. If you're watching us on Facebook Live, feel free to leave a comment. Uh, join the discussion that way. Or you can call in tonight, uh, 419-214-0925. Ron got here a little bit late, so I didn't really get to talk to you before the show, but uh want to discuss uh, Facebook Live and uh, get some opinions on that as far as uh, people taking their phones and, and broadcasting Facebook Live races from local tracks yeah if that's I've, a hindrance i've, I've or, seen that i've seen that sign at, yeah well we'll talk at, about at that track. we'll talk about that a little bit later in just a little bit we're going to get uh, jerry keezer announcer at uh, lima land motorsports park and uh, a racer himself he's, he's kind of like me we're like well i'm telling yeah. you he races at, at uh, waynesfield we're gonna get him on the horn here and talk to him a little bit we got a new record report on the way yeah. and uh, we'll tell you about uh, upcoming races in the area potential uh, races first thing though Ron Miller Race Cars, make sure to give them a call for all your racing needs, 734-856-7223. It's getting down to crunch time. Uh, most of the tracks are opening. A couple of had tried to open, and uh, there's new requirements this year for virtually everybody for safety equipment. Give us a call. And he'll tell you what the, what it is if you don't know what it is, right? You, I try you, to stay on top of that, <laughs> yep. But just don't make him too busy. He's still working on some stuff for me. Yeah. Is that going to be done in time for the... Absolutely. Oh, okay. All right. Good. Uh, also, new uh, something we just uh, announced today. I don't know if you had a chance to take uh, a look at it. I decided to uh, put together a website. I finally kind of gave in because we have so many different things. HammerdownRacingReport.com. Everything is there. It's got a link to our Facebook. It's got a link to our iHeart uh, channel. I understand that people can buy apparel there. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I actually got you one, but it came with holes in it, so they're sending a replacement. <laughs> I see. So hopefully next week I'll have a, a shirt for you, too. Yeah, but it's it's a race car shirt, and yeah. they ultimately all but, have holes well, in it. Well, eventually, but I figured they shouldn't start out with holes. You know, maybe it'd save some time. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe that's what they thought when they shipped that. Anyways, uh, hammerdownracingreport.com, our brand-new website, everything uh, you need to know. Uh, head on over there if you ever forget where we're at. HammerdownRacingReport.com. Easy to remember. There you go. Mentioned Toledo Speedway canceled uh, their opener this weekend, citing uh, the forecasted weather conditions, lightning, wind, and rain. Apparently not good for sitting outside in. So, uh, in, in metal grandstands. Yeah. So they're, they and they basically said it's not going to be good on Sunday either, either so they uh, wiped out the whole weekend. It's been postponed to Friday, June 29th. That's when they'll have the Cometic Gasket 200, which was scheduled for this weekend. Given the weather that we've had, is that opening night? Uh, no. Well, it could be. <laughs> could be. Uh, same deal for Bearfield in uh, Fort Wayne. They uh, have uh, canceled their opener, which was scheduled for Saturday night as well. Actually, that's been postponed uh, to next weekend, April 21st. Well, that's not bad. No. I-96, they canceled uh, their opener, which is supposed to be tomorrow night, because apparently uh, they got a lot of rain up there the other day, and uh, facilities are underwater. And it's going to rain some more tomorrow. Yeah, and it's going to rain t- yeah. tomorrow evening. So, uh Yeah. Time is it? We probably are a little bit late here. We need to get uh, Jerry on the phone here. Okay. So uh, let me uh, make a little noise. We got a lot to cover tonight. It's a crazy, crazy. I show. love it. <laughs> you know, this half-hour show is 
Yeah. If we're not having any racing, we certainly got a lot to uh, to cover here. Make sure to like us on Facebook and uh, share our Facebook page, too. That kind of helps us out, too. You know, that other racing show that we were involved with years ago advertised Motorsports itself, Talk? Involved it, uh, advertised itself as uh, the fastest hour in racing. And uh, I, think, I think we're uh, competing very well with that. You think he's long distance? I'm not sure if he's long distance. I don't know. Uh, well, Probably. I'm not sure if I'm dialing the right number. Should I should I be hearing the hear you hearing no, you dial? Oh, okay. No, but that probably shouldn't be. <laughs> you want to try this again? Let's try again. Okay. We'll we'll leave the rest down. We don't want to give out his number to everybody. He's just an announcer and a racer. He's not That's a promote not a promoter. You, you don't want to give out their numbers. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I got something to say, but we'll talk about that in a bit, too. <laughs> Hello. Jerry. Yes, sir. All right, I got the right number. Uh, hey, it's Scott Hammer, Ron Miller. That's two in a row, Scott. You're <laughs> on a roll. Hammer Down Racing Report, yeah. He's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going, Mr. Keezer? Good. How are you guys tonight? Uh, well, we had the uh, the Mud Hens opener was uh, going on downtown. So downtown Toledo is a little bit crazy this evening. And uh, apparently Ron Miller doesn't run over people like he does on the track, uh, on the roads around Toledo to get here. But uh, well, there were too many news. cops around. That doesn't happen on a racetrack. <laughs> well, the cops are the guys with the flags. But uh, anyways. They uh, don't count. Mr. Keezer, let's uh, let's uh, start off with uh, tell tell everybody uh, wh- who you are, what you do, and uh, how you got started in uh, in racing, and then we'll go from there. All right, sounds good. My name is Jerry Keezer, I'm the uh, announcer at Lima Land Motorsports Park in Lima, Ohio. Uh, I also race uh, four cylinder truck at Waynesfield Raceway Park in Waynesfield, Ohio. Uh, I got my start basically here at Lima Land as a youngster. My my dad, my grandpa, most of my family actually had raced here at some point or another. And uh, a couple of years ago, I got tabbed to take over the announcer duties here, and it's been a dream come true ever since. And that's that's actually where I'm at right now, sitting on the uh, the pit side here at Lima Land. We're getting uh, some of the finishing touches done, ready to go for the season. All right. Well, I'm going to ask you about Lima Land here in a bit too, but uh, I also want to know about. Uh, your your racing how long have you uh, been racing uh, the truck at Waynesfield I made my first start at the end of 2014 and uh I, I fell in love with it I uh, got to race for a, a good friend of mine Bill Keeler in 2015 all season and then uh took a little bit of a break and then I ended up buying my own truck for last year from uh uh Rick Weasel Twining and uh, raced all season last year. Had, had some uh, eventful runs. Uh, got my uh, upside down club card. Uh, oh, congratulations! Punched, unfortunately, <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I'm not part of that club yet. So. You know, your racing career kind of parallels Scott. Uh, yeah, about Scott same started year. Uh, announcing down at Millstream Speedway quite a few years ago, and switched to Oakshade, and um, decided he needed to have a driver's point of view we had these things uh that i kind of came up with it was pretty much just an excuse to get me in a race car we came up with these celebrity charity races and we get you know i I remember those do you and when i say celebrity i'm making the quote sign celebrity air quotes yeah Yeah. and uh well you had uh the 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 weather guy uh norm Norm van ness so so the 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 quotes definitely fit (laughs) dan dan rice a great guy (laughs) 
Dan, yeah, Dan Rice yeah, is there. Yeah, him and Dan. Dan Rice is awesome, yes. But, uh, oh, yeah. Don't I, blow up his head any more than it already is. <laughs> I got, that's, that's like, that's how I got the, the racing bug kind of got into me. And then, like you, I went and bought my own car from, from a racer and the rest is kind of history, I guess. Only less. Except, yeah, I, yeah, except I, I haven't I, been on my lid, though. How is that? Tell me about that. I'll tell you what, that that was amazing, especially when when your best friend and slash teammate is uh, the one running behind you. And it, I got loose, and he had nowhere to go and tap me. And when it did, it sent me clear around, and it dug in. And I and I went over the first time and thought, oh, this is not going to be good. And then I, I realized the first flip was over, and I thought, okay, this okay, it's going to stop. And nope, I went over again and said, oh, no. <laughs> and uh, when it, it stopped. The first thing I thought is, okay, I can move everything. I don't see blood. Let me get out of here and make sure I'm all right. You didn't try so to start it, the. Tr- it, you didn't try to start the truck to make sure it was still usable. Um, I mean, a real not, racer would have done that. Hit all the switches and turned off to make sure I wasn't going to hurt anything worse. Got out, looked around. <laughs> I realized I had had some uh, coolant coming out, so we we got it back to the pits and got it fixed up. And I, and I started scratching on the field that night in the truck, and uh, ended up finishing ninth. So, so you well, ran that, it after you rolled it. That's awesome. That sure is did. awesome. <laughs> that is pretty impressive. That's that's a real that's dedication. Absolutely. So what? Well, t- the dedication of a lot of people to help me get it get it back together because that that was. Uh, we we had a lot of bent sheet metal, a lot of bent parts, and we we had a lot of guys thrashing on it, helping me to get it going again. But it it, it was definitely fun. You uh, have a significant other that was looking at you like you were totally nuts. Well, here's the thing: she wasn't there that night. <laughs> I I did call her because thanks to Facebook, she would have found out sooner or later. So I went ahead and called her, told her I was okay. And I was just going to stay and watch the rest of the races. I didn't tell her I was planning on trying to get back out there, but uh, <laughs> that's great. When I came home in one piece with the truck on the trailer, she was she was pretty happy. <laughs> so, have you run at any uh, other racetracks, or just? Uh, I, I have raced at Lima Land once okay. uh, in. 2015, I got, I got a chance to come out here and race. We we have the Keyser Memorial every year uh, for my father and grandfather and cool. and other family members who have raced here over the years. And I, and we got to run the trucks during the Keyser Memorial a couple of years ago. And and I got my first laps in Lima Land. That was pretty. Neat. Did you win? No, but unfortunately, <laughs> we we had some motor problems that night. I, I ended up breaking in the heat race, and we called it a night. And I got, got to enjoy the rest of the show from the stands, but. It was still a pretty pretty neat experience to, to turn laps at, at the track where I, I grew up. Lima Land's a whole lot different than Waynesfield. As as far as it is, as, but it's not. It, it's still a pretty good bull ring. You still got the same kind of banking. The biggest difference is just the backstretch at, at Waynesfield. It's still just a big sweeping corner. Mm-hmm. You never really get straight all the way down the backstretch. Those are two tracks I have not been to that I, I would like to get Haven't to. Haven't even been to them? I have not even been to either yeah. one. Surprise. It's like the only tracks in the area I have not been to. Those are the ones that I'm disappointed that have I've heard great things about. That them. haven't had late model shows lately. Really? Uh, Lime I, I agree. I, I Go ahead. Yeah, I, I grew up you know, watching late models here at Lima Land and seeing guys you know like Rick DeLong in the past and, and Chris Patterson, guys like that over the years, and I just loved watching them race. And you know, just things. You know, they they really started focusing on the NRA and everything when the uh, college w- was part owner of the NRA, and and now we're we're, we're diversifying a little bit. So, maybe, you know, it won't happen in 2018, but you know, we we keep on uh, President Jarvis and a few others. Maybe we'll get the lay models back out here. Well, I, I think, the, and and it's amazing because we just had Ryan Wickman, the weatherman, on. Um, 
it seems as though every time the late models were down there in the, in the past few years when they when we were there, um, it rained. Oh, yeah. Every, every time the, the World Outlaw late model shows were, were scheduled to be some of the biggest shows ever here at Lima Land. It, it, it seemed like there for a long time. It never failed. It, 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 late models were on the schedule. It was raining in Lima Land. Hmm. Okay. Let's talk about Lima Land here. But before we get to that, I just have one question for you. What do you enjoy more? Do you enjoy racing your truck at uh, Waynesfield, or do you enjoy the, doing the announcing at Lima Land? Don't tell no. Dr. Jarvis this, but definitely they're racing. Okay. That's, I, I that's the right answer. Cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> but both are fun, though. I mean, I, I enjoy doing both. Oh, but, absolutely. But I, I'm with you. I mean, I'd rather be in the car than up in the booth. But uh, the booth is a, a nice place to be as well. It's a good good place to watch the races. And, and every year we try to make oh. Scott just a little more competitive. <laughs> One of you. Have you, and that's awesome, you know. Especially at Oakshade, I, you know, the the car counts that up there for years have been amazing in, in the bomber class. You know, my dad got raced there in the eighties, uh, where he got his first career feature win at back in eighty seven, I believe. I'd have to go back in the record books a little bit, but I was there. I love going to Oakshade. <laughs> if he said nineteen fifty two, you would have said you were well. Though Oakshade no, wasn't no. around. Then, but, um, <laughs> What's uh, what's your best finish uh, so far in the truck? Uh, third, third. That's not bad. What? Uh, how, uh, well, what? I, bu- I bought a former track championship truck, and, and I was hoping for a little bit better year last year. And then just you know, I, I was doing it as a one man operation all year, and I had friends that would show up in the pits and, and help you know sling a wrench here and there, and then learning how to set it up. It, it was a whole new ball game for me doing it all myself. Well, if you're just tuning in, we're talking to, to uh, Jerry Keezer, announcer at uh, Lima Land, and uh, what do they call it? Is it the Tough Trucks? Is that what they call them at Waynesfield? Or they're just, yep, just Tough tr- Trucks. Tough Truck driver there at uh, Waynesfield. And uh, let's talk about Lima Land now. Uh, what, are, what are some of the highlights uh, they have planned for the uh, 2018 season? Well, we're hoping to, to get our season opener in on time, unlike a lot of other places, you know, we, we wait a little bit longer and hoping that's to our benefit uh, next Friday, April 20th, with our season opening shootout. You know, the NRA, NRA sprints are always a staple here at uh, Lima Land, the 360 sprints, along with the uh, UMP Modifieds and the Budweiser Thunderstocks. But we, we have a nice, diverse schedule this year. We have uh, three non-wing sprint shows, one of them being a uh, boss uh, series show. Also got the All-Star Circuit of Champions coming in on uh Friday, June 22nd, as part of the 36th Annual Ohio Sprint Speed Week. Uh, we got a couple of other uh, special events, you know, bringing in the uh, Starlight Modifieds, the Mini Modifieds. They, they were here last year for the first time and just put on a whale of a show. And it, so it was kind of a neat, neat deal to have them back. And then, uh, you know, along with our, our the Fast 305 Sprints coming back again for three events as well, you know, we put together a nice diverse schedule for everyone to enjoy. Sorry, got a, my mouth full of coffee there. <laughs> yeah, I buzzed through it a little quicker than you can drink. I yeah. apologize. <laughs> uh, so Friday nights, uh, Lima Land. Uh, what uh, what time do the gates and uh, racing start? Opening gates at four thirty. Uh, hot laps are at six thirty, and then we start racing at seven thirty. And is that time consistent then throughout the the race season? Ye- Absolutely. Uh, the only event that has changed from that is our final night in, in August when we uh, we do our awards deal a little bit. We actually do our awards ceremony during the racing season or on the final night of racing. We will we'll actually have a invitational races for all, all of our classes, and then we do the uh, banquet and give out the awards. Then we run our king of the quarter mile races, 
And then we have a big pit party and celebration that everyone's invited to. All the fans, your ticket of, uh, for admission gets you back in the pits after the races to come hang out with the drivers. We have food and drink, everything back here for everybody. And it, it's just a great time. That's killer. Wow. And when, when is that? What's uh, the date on that? That one is Friday, August 10th, and that's our uh, season uh, award celebration night. Uh, we do have a rain. That's the only event of the year that we do set a rain date on. You know, God forbid it rains out. We do still want to get a chance to honor all of our drivers and everything. So we'll Saturday, August 11th, we'll try it, which makes it a little difficult on myself, you know, planning to race on Saturdays <laughs> at Wingsfield. But, you know, that's why I, I know if uh, it comes down to a points chase, me and Dr. Jarvis may have to make a little deal at the end of the year. So why does, why does Lima Land uh, conclude the season uh, so early, I guess, compared to other tracks? Well, you, you get to the, that end of the time of year, you start having high school football starts kicking off at, you know, with practices in mid-August, you know, mid-August and then scrimmages. So you start losing some of the, the families that would typically come out. And then also with, with the uh, university schedule or the sponsoring some of the bigger NASCAR races, you know, Bristol being one of them, the night race, you know, a lot of our staff like to be down there and be a part of the event that that the, the university does sponsor. So it, it, it's, you know, we, we try to get done early and, and still honor everybody and still have a good season, but we want to be able to, to have our fun a little bit too. Our show has kind of shown us both sides of that. Um, we've talked to several promoters who, when football starts, they, they really wind down their, their season. But then you notice other tracks are running, geez, clear into October. You know, like, like Scott, I've also had the, the enjoyment of announcing at Millstream, and, and the last couple of years we, we were open with Randy and Lisa running the helm. It, it, the trick-or-treat 30s there in mid-October were, were nothing short of tremendous as far as car count and crowd. I think you I know, was Once there people realized they were there. Yeah, so that's the second one, yeah, I remember talking to you there. That, <laughs> that, we, we had a great field. We had guys, you know, Craig Kinzer showing up, Ian Madsen, uh, Brian Carlson, the rest of his soul was with us. It was something to be seen to have all those cars show up for an unsanctioned race in mid-October, and it is something that you know is can be done if you have the right venue and the right dates. Friday nights are tough, though, speaking especially of, in our area. Speaking of uh, Millstream, what uh, do you have a, an opinion on uh, what's been going on with uh, with that track? I have, have a very strong opinion <laughs> on it. I, I I've been a, a very uh, very opinionated about it. I, and I've this is a podcast. You can say it, whatever feel, you want. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I kind of let the, the the powers that be know my feelings that that I feel that that track should be open. There there is no reason for the shenanigans that have gone on, and, and there have been people willing to put their heart, soul, blood, sweat, and tears into running it and having it run, and it would only benefit the people that own it and they have uh, just well that we had denny Morlock to cooperate to make it happen totally we had, agree we had denny morlock on the show last week and i believe he described it as a uh a sleeping gold mine or, or something to that effect somebody just needs to it wake it up be, it, part of the part of the problem unfortunately our, our sport has declined in interest there's always going to be an interest in millstream because of its history but to run it on a weekly basis, especially on that Sunday, the traditional Sunday date that Millstream's had, it makes it very difficult to make it a, a, a gold mine, so to speak. But with everything that's there in the history, if you did it right and made it a special events track, there is no reason that that place couldn't pack the stands 
every time it opened the gates. We're hoping. We're hoping maybe someday. <laughs> yeah, we all are. I, you know, I, I, I'll never give up hope because I, I thought 15 years ago it would never happen again, and, and, and it did. You know, through the you know, people like Dean Miracle, Rich Farmer, Randy and Lisa Hammer, you know, the Helms have been involved almost in every one of those ventures and in helping get it going. You know, and, and I know they, they have a vested interest in, in all the years that they've spent at the track, too, to, to try to get it up and running. And I, and I hope that someday, you know, there's it a lot can of happen. I just, a lot of groups have the, over the past few years have had a, a pretty big interest in that track and, you know, put a lot of effort and money into it. And, and here we sit with nothing scheduled for 2018. So. I know it's it's sad, but you know it, it, I I think the window is is starting to close. So if it's yeah. going to happen, it's got to happen soon. All right. Well, Waynesville, anything uh, you want to talk about uh, going on there other than uh, uh, your racing this season? I'll tell you what, Waynesville Raceway Park. You know that that's where I got my start at announcing as well. I, uh, you know when Dean Miracle was uh, promoting the track. He got me in there one Saturday night because his announcer was uh, had to go to a bachelor party and 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 he fired his <laughs> announcer the next day and it was it was wow. crazy. Ooh. But uh, I uh, took over from there and that that's where you know I, I started cutting my teeth as far as announcing. My my third race ever was the the Jack Hewitt Classic at Waynesfield and I you know I before that my my announcing expertise had been as a child goofing off racing you know cars hot wheels around on the on the kitchen table so i mean it, it was kind of a uh, trial by fire but it, it turned into something that I, that I do enjoy and uh waynesfield is one of those tracks that you just it, it does the speaking for you you know they they put on such a great show in every class it, it makes it easy for a guy like me who came in completely green to be able to learn how to announce there and when's uh what's I got their season opener right here, but I'm going to ask you anyways. Uh, when's uh, their season opener? Saturday, April 21st. So right after we we open here at Lima, they open at Waynesfield. They have their their traditional non-wing class and uh, with the UMP modified tough trucks will be in action. I believe their compacts are also there and the uh, AMSA mini sprints all in action for their opening night. So next weekend, Lima Land Friday night yep. and uh, Waynesfield on Saturday. Yep, absolutely. Uh, you can't you can't miss out on that weekend. The, the two tracks, you know, basically 15 miles apart. You got NRA wing sprints here on Friday night. The non wing sprints at Waynesfield on Saturday. You get a little bit of everything, and it, it, the modifieds in this area you can't you can't beat that. And you have car counts of 30 to 40 cars at both tracks every week. So you know, I, I, I'm chomping at the bit. Like I said, we're out here at the track now, finishing getting ready, and I keep looking out there and wishing there were cars out there tonight. <laughs> well, Jerry, we uh, appreciate you taking the time. Um, got one last question for you uh, to transition into our uh, next topic here. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Facebook live broadcasts and, uh, you know, people that go to the track, either, uh, you know, fans or crew members get their phone out and uh, start broadcasting, uh, you know, races uh, from the local track, Waynesfield, Limeland, Oakshade, wherever. And uh, what's your opinion on, on on that practice, do you think that should be banned from tracks, or do you do you think that helps promote local tracks? Put to an extent, it does help promote, but it, it, it's so tough to. The, everybody's fighting for that that fan dollar, the entertainment dollar, to come to their facility. If you have a reason to sit at home and watch it behind a computer screen, or watch it on your phone or on your tablet, and you don't have to get dirty, you don't have to you. Know, it, 
you know, God forbid if it's a cold night or there's a chance of rain, you don't have to get out in it. You can sit at home and watch. So it, it takes away from the, the promoter and, and the tracks being able to make money to be able to keep putting money into their track, to keep paying purses, to bring drivers to their track, which in turn entices the fan to either watch or, or be there. I, I think there there's other methods. You know, I, I like the... The idea, you know, pay per view, but it does. It has to be affordable. Okay. You can't yeah. charge, you know, forty dollars a race when you're only charging twelve dollars to get into your gates. And I've seen people that uh, will take their phone and Facebook Live a paper pay per view event from on their TV, <laughs> which which is blatantly yeah, illegal. But it's a little that, sketchy. That, that right there is, is, is blatant. Yeah. So I mean, at that, at that point, yeah, I, I totally disagree with that. <laughs> but you know, if you're a fan and a track, let's say you're. Your Facebook Live because you have friends that live in California that you know been to, been to Lima Land and they they would love to see that. That you know that's different. If it's somebody you know you're only showing a few laps, that's one thing. But when you're broadcasting the whole race, I I, I really think you're 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 kind of hurting the, the track and the, the bottom line, unfortunately. But you know that's what you know that this whole the new generation and, and the technology is there for. So we we got to learn on both sides of the fence how to make it work for everybody. Exactly. Do you know if uh, Lima Land or Waynesfield have any uh, policies regarding that? Not currently okay. that I know okay. of. Uh, I, I know that you know I've seen signs popping up yeah. at other tracks. <laughs> you know that obviously Williams Grove being the, the most prominent now that you know is doing I've, that I've... and. It, I've seen that sign actually at a track here in a uh, little closer Worth, to home, a little closer to home. Yeah. And although last time I was there, I didn't see it. So I, so, so that sign's been around. It's kind of tough. Yeah, there, there's, there's definitely backlash for, from, from posting signs like that. You know, I, I think there, there's ways to discourage it without, you know, making your fans, fans feel like they, you know, can't do it. Absolutely can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, you know, it, it's one thing to, to, to hold your phone up and catch a few laps and, and put it out there. I mean, that, that's pretty neat. But like I said, broadcasting the whole race, it kind of takes away from it, if you ask me. Absolutely. Well, Jerry, we uh, appreciate you taking the time here this evening. And uh, good luck on your racing in uh, 2018 at Waynesfield. And uh, I, I don't think you need luck in the announcing part. Yeah, just keep wowing him. Just keep wowing. And I'll have to get you out to... Yep, I'm going to try, try to keep it on all fours, and I'll make my way up to Oakshade to get a, catch you in action at least this year, too, Scott. Yeah, I'm, I, I need help still for a season opener. Not help as... Well, I need help, but uh, that's another matter, but uh, some assistance. <laughs> well, I thought that's what you have Ron for. <laughs> no, he's Is always busy Dr. in the pits Ron there. Miller or... What's that? Is it Dr. Ron Miller? Uh, I don't know. Some people call me Wrong professor. Kind of doctor, right? He's the professor. He's the professor. Oh, okay, there you go. All right, Jerry. Thanks for All right, guys. Well, have a good night. Thank you again. Yep. We'll talk to you later, man. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Jerry Keezer, driver there, uh, tough truck at Waynesfield, and announcer down at Limeland, their opener coming up next weekend. So he's got some announcing and racing. Yeah. A week before I got anything going on, but. Uh, Maybe. We were talking about uh, the sign that he mentioned is actually on our uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash hammerdown racing report. Um, I posted, I shared it, uh, it's been going around social media this week. It's a sign that says, uh, something basically don't Facebook, they, don't Facebook live because you're taking money from us. If you want, if your friends want to see the race, buy them a ticket and come here and now go get something to eat. It's pretty much what the sign says. Yeah. I'm not exactly. Cause I don't remember off the top of my head and I'm not going to pull it up, but if you want to see it, it, it is on So there. what are your thoughts? My thoughts are, well, and this is something else that, uh, I thought was interesting. You kind of wanted to get. To, oh wait, we got a call. 
I think I know who this is. Let's uh, let's see who's on the phone here. Hammer Down Racing Report. Hello. Hey, it is who I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> Pam, you don't get many calls, right? No, not really. You're technically our second caller that uh, was unsolicited. <laughs> no, I bet it's from a landline too. Uh, oh, well, yeah, my uh, phone service really is bad. So this, this is this is Pam from Oakshade Raceway. Yeah, she, she's, hi. She's very important. Yeah, what? really. The lady in charge. <laughs> yes. Oh, um, what I called for? We have UMP sign up Saturday. Oh, geez. Yeah, from eleven to four. Call on to plug your stuff. That's fine. What's your uh, What's your opinion though on the the Facebook Live? Oh, I'm guilty. You're guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it. I not the whole thing, but no. you know. And, and Chrissy, so. Chrissy used to do uh, Periscope, which is you know something that pre predated uh, Facebook Live. It was basically the same thing. And yeah. and she used to do some of the races from like right down trackside, but it, she would only do a, you know a little few laps here and there and kind of like that's, a teaser it's about all you got time all that she's got time oh that's for. true she needs to be paying attention but uh, you know as long as it ain't the whole race i guess because that defeats our purpose of having grandstands and inviting people to come in and watch but like i said if it's going to be you know somebody can't make to the races or whatever in a way i think it helps it gets them excited you know, from from my point of view, and, you know, I look at it from four or five different angles. Yeah, there, uh, there's from, a lot of ways to look at from it. From a racer's standpoint, I like seeing what my car is doing on the racetrack because watching it from outside the car, I can get a different But view. that doesn't necessarily have to be a live thing. That could be somebody taping it and then you watching oh, it abs- back later. Absolutely, absolutely. Which is a different thing, which I, 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 don't, I don't know. Do you think there's any difference there, somebody doing it live while they're at the track or... You know, uploading uh, something to uh, YouTube after the races. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not totally against um, doing it live, but not the whole time. Gotcha. You know, I mean, I think it. I really think it helps more because I. I don't know when people see it, you get excited. Think about NASCAR. When you see a record, you see something. You, uh, doesn't that make you want to go watch a race? Well, not NASCAR you know, it, necessarily. It, it, but. It, used, it used to, but NASCAR's <laughs> NASCAR, lost a lot of its glory. NASCAR's about the only one on TV. That's yeah. what I was, right. you know, getting at. But I, in a way, I really think it helps. I don't think it's all bad. Okay. I don't I, think it's all no, bad. No. So. At, at one point in time, many years ago, there you, I know that at Oakshade we used to have a policy, uh, you know, before smartphones of, of no videotaping, and that kind of went away. Was that just because it was just way too hard to police, or do you think that you know <laughs> it, it helps promote the track? Do you want me to lie? The phone or the sign fell down. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the insurance company so told us to post them. I got okay, so it wasn't a, a track decision then. No, it was the insurance company said you need to post no video, videoing allowed. So we did, but, you know, the wind and over the years. Stuff happens. Stuff happens. Well, yeah. and, and then, I mean, even if, if you did have a policy where you said, okay, nobody, nobody Facebook Live and you posted those signs, how, how would a track, uh, how would you go through and enforce that? I have no idea because we have enough going on. Exactly. And, you know, yeah. are you going to hire another person to that's all they're going to do? And, you know, 
would it, it just there's enough other stuff going on that if they're gonna video it, they're gonna video some of it. But there ain't too many that do it the whole time, and I'm terrible at it because I'm all over. <laughs> and I think I think another thing is if, if somebody is Facebook living and some you have security or somebody come up to escort them out, that's going to be all live and all your friends are going to see it and you probably right. you know they're probably not going to get a positive opinion of of the facility. You know, rather than Facebook live, I would rather see a racetrack giveaway passes. Um, the only seat that costs you money is an empty one. Um, if if you have somebody that you've given a free pass to, they're certainly going to buy a hot dog or a Coke or, you know, some memorabilia, something. something. Um, yeah. You know, so the only, Scott, the only seat that costs you anything is an empty one. Right. I'll tell you something. If they're doing Facebook Live and if Scott's announcing and he's, and I score, and I'll tell you, sometimes he gets, you know, I got, what the heck's going on? I mean, it, you jump, he scares you. And, and if I was watching that, I want to go see the whole thing because you don't get all of it. But and, and you that, hear Scott's voice and what's going on, what's going on? Okay. <laughs> so got to get involved. So maybe that'll help bring him. All right. Well, we appreciate uh, your opinion. Go ahead and give, give a plug of what you have going on again this weekend. UMP sign up. All late models and sportsmen that run Oakshade have to be a UMP member. There's no grace period. You have to be a member that night. And we're going to let you save $25 off that um, sign up. It's 125 for the late models, so it'll cost you 100 bucks. Sportsmen, it's $100. Save $25, $75. And that's this Saturday. Yep, from 11 to 4 at the racetrack in the pit barn. Pam, I've been answering this question a lot. When's Oakshade going to do practice? And and <laughs> let's let them hear it from you. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, girl. Hey, the infield's flooded. He's been pumping now for two days. But, I can believe that. You know, and, and what are we supposed to get um, Saturday and Sunday at least another inch? So. Yeah. You know, and it's it's the ground's got to firm up. We've got a lot of low ground, and that's one of our biggest things, that ground's got to be ready because it's not worth having that practice to, you know, they don't want to get stuck. You don't want to go up the... Well, and you don't want to ruin field. the racetrack either. Not before uh, racing season. You won't ruin the racetrack. <laughs> Jerry's good. Jerry can fix that racetrack. All right. Well, we'll see you out there then Saturday. Well, I won't because I got to go to my son's. Uh, he's got a track meet in Mansfield unless they cancel it. So, and, and I'll I'll keep telling the racers the same thing I have been. <laughs> Call Pam. Well, yeah, but you know, and if we are, I will get it out there. Chrissy will put it on Twitter, it, Facebook, yeah. something. Okay. I mean, she'll post it or whatever. But you know, um, you know, we did lose our right hand man for over twenty years. He was there with us and. Terry's got a lot of work to do himself, so that's we're just going to see what we can get done. All right, well, I'm so we're ready. Look, look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks. Okay, pray for sunshine, no rain. We'll talk to Ryan if we don't. So, <laughs> oh, okay, we can do that. <laughs> Thanks, Pam. All right, thank you. Yep. Bye. Bye, Pam Hendricks from uh, Oakshade Raceway. There, calling in. If you want to call in, uh, you got opinion on uh, Facebook Live, whether it hurts or helps uh, racing, give us a call. 419-214-0925. And uh, what I was going to say was, uh, I'm, 
it's, it, you can there's two sides to it. Oh, there really is. Way. But I look at it this way as unless you are doing the whole race and you're a professional cameraman, then it's probably going to take away a little bit. But most people are just, you know, and they hold their phone this way, which really bugs me. If you're going to do it, do it this way. Put your phone this way, landscape, because if you do it this way, you only see a little tiny bit. This way you get to see a lot, all the cars around. But as people holding their phone, they're, most of them are not uh, professional camera people, you know, and it's jerky. windy, jerky, jerky. And they're usually following, you know, their their friend's car, their husband's car, whoever it is. You know, they're following one car and not necessarily the whole race. So you're not getting a, a whole picture there. It's not a professional broadcast, but it is like a tease. It's okay, Scott, like, try this one. Facebook Live, does it solve more arguments or does it create more arguments among the racers? Oh, as far as... Uh, Did you see that? Well, see, but you, and you're talking about watching it after the fact, you know, because you do a Facebook right. Live video. I'm talking about just when it's live because it's, you could be at the track watching it. Yeah, but, but most Facebook Lives, you can call them up after. Yeah, I like seeing Facebook Lives. I, I like seeing, you know, people that uh, upload uh, the races to YouTube, you know, the day after, whenever, and for the same reason, just to kind of look and see what happened. You know, what from should a I have done? What yeah. could I have done? And, and, and my other my other point on this, I think, is that if you're thinking about going to the racetrack, uh, you know, at Saturday night, Oakshade's racing, weather's great. Hmm, maybe somebody's going to have it on Facebook Live. I don't think people think that way. I don't think they're like, no, I'm they, gonna I'm gonna stay home and watch it on Facebook Live and save some money. I think that people would be like, yeah, let's go to the races. They like the excitement, the yeah. noise, the the smells, the the dirt. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't think people think that, at least not yet. I mean, maybe well, it'll get there. You know, the other side of it is... And there's no guarantee no, that there's uh, going to be everything I, I on Facebook Live. where we've seen those signs are mostly paved tracks, and they don't have the dirt and the smells. That it was a paved track, yeah. You saw the same, the same place I saw it? I did. Have you? When did that go away? Did you know? I, 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 I just shook my head. Okay. <laughs> we'll have to talk more about that. Kind of curious, because I noticed that it was gone... This past year. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations to those folks. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I could see where uh, – I think there was a, a deal where um, the – the what's that thing that went on uh, in Australia? What do they call that? The Australian – the Nationals? Oh, whatever. the title? National title race? Yeah, whatever it was they had going on down there. One of uh, – actually, somebody we shared on uh, the our Hammer Down Racing Report Facebook page was doing Facebook Live. And he was mm-hmm. – it looked to be a professional kind of thing. But yeah. I don't think that there was – uh, a pay-per-view for that. So it was the only way to watch it if you're here in America. Really. Right. So in that case, I can, and I think he did get a little bit in trouble for that, and he wasn't allowed to do stuff, uh, I mean, after the fact. I think I remember seeing something about that. But uh, I think if you're doing Facebook Live and there's somebody that paid rights for a pay-per-view broadcast, yeah, you're probably taking money out of that pay-per-view broadcast pocket uh, more so than the tracks. You might see your phone fly out onto the racetrack yeah so but but in that case i don't know who enforces that if it's the track or the uh the paper and, and it comes and how do you enforce and, it? and facebook live comes back to a question that you asked pam Hendricks. um how do you enforce it yeah i was talking to uh my uh guy I share in an office with upstairs and uh, asked posed that same question to him he's like maybe they could jam the cell phone signals like no it's probably illegal yeah, no, probably not. <laughs> what about what about a mud hens game? What about it? It's the same thing. I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's people Facebook living it, and like, I think uh, Buckeye Cable has the broadcast rights to that. Absolutely. So, I mean, what are they going to do? I guess 
It's, how, it's, how I guess it's a, it's a metal. It's a matter of the professional, the professionalism of the broadcast. I think. Please don't do it. So. I mean, would that would that be enough? Maybe, but then the people that are there probably want to sit and enjoy the game, or you know, uh, talk to their friends, or socialize, whatever. To be broadcasting the whole game on their phone that they it, paid it, a ticket for is oh, probably absolutely. not going to happen. It's impossible yeah. to watch a race. To impossible to watch a game. While you're trying to video the whole thing, you, you just yeah, you have to watch the video after it's over to see what happened. There you go. So that that's all I got uh, on on the, the Facebook yeah, live stuff. I think I think with all the new technology, tracks need to figure out a way to embrace it and Capitalize use it. On. Yeah, and I don't know exactly how how that happens, but I guess try things, see what works. Uh, I got a lot of stuff here. How much time is it? Oh crap. We're going to blow through everything here. Again. Again. Fastest hour in racing. Uh, where we leave off? Uh, Lucas Oil Late Models are uh, running Atomic Speedway tomorrow night for the fourth annual Buckeye Spring 50. Uh, that race is 12000 to win. Um, and despite the, the four straight cancellations at Attica Raceway Park, the uh, point fund and weekly payout will remain strong. Uh, they put out a press release. Their season championship uh, will pay... 410 for the sprints, 8,000 for the 410 sprints will pay 8,000. 8, I, I knew where you were going Thank with you. that. Uh, the late models, uh, 5,000 and 305 sprints uh, will pay 3,000. That's for the champions. And then their weekly payout for feature winners, the 410s will pay 3,000. Late models, 1,200 and 305, 750. So despite not making any money over the past few weeks, all the races getting rained out. They'll make up for it. They're going to make up for it. World of Outlaws Craftsman uh, Late Model Series will be running the Illini 100 this weekend, Friday and Saturday at Farmer City Raceway, uh, after po- postponing all the races they had on the schedule for March. So this is the first uh, World of Outlaws Craftsman Late Model Series races in, since February. Our area's own Rusty Schlenk will be there. Uh, running for the uh, Rookie of the Year. Donnie Schatz earned his first career victory at Arizona Speedway in the World of Outlaws Craftsman Sprint Cars action. That was this past Saturday night out in Arizona. Apparently the weather's a little nicer there for racing. Imagine that. Um, uh, They're in Jacksonville uh, Speedway tomorrow night, the World of Outlaws, and then uh, Tri-City Speedway in Indiana on Saturday. Natalie Decker. We talked about her last week. Arca driver, 20-year-old Arca driver, very marketable. Uh, She finished uh, 11th after starting 12th in the Arca Music City 200 last weekend at Nashville. Um, I know there was a lot of questions after her fifth place finish at uh, Daytona as to whether or not she was the real deal. What do you think? Uh, 11th place, is she a real deal? You know, that's almost a top 10. Um, it it was a tough race on a tough racetrack, so. I didn't see any of it, so. Okay. Uh, Snoko American Late Model Series is going to kick off their 24th season on Saturday, April 28th. That's going to be at Eldora. With the uh, late model lid lifter, which pays five thousand to win, Nick Hoffman, Casey Noonan, Billy Moyer, Jeep Van Warmer were uh, American late model se- American late model series winners in two thousand seventeen at Alora. Let's let's jump back to that Natalie Decker thing. Yeah, she finished eleventh. I'm sure that Arca starts at least thirty cars, so that means she finished eleventh, and there were eighteen cars that finished worse than her. Not bad. Top, uh, the top half percentile, yeah. And you can see her at uh, Toledo Speedway coming up uh, next month in the Menards 200. Absolutely. Uh, and I understand that there are some discount tickets available for that 
uh, possibly through Menards. Okay. Check it out. Search uh, for Menards or Toledo Speedway might have something on their website. Absolutely. Uh, looking at uh, NASCAR stuff, uh, the Monster Energy uh, Monster Energy uh, have uh, signed an agreement to keep uh, them as the entitlement sponsor, the, t- the main T- title sponsor, title yeah. sponsor of the uh, Cup Series for one more year. That's uh, 2019, and then uh, after that, uh, reports are that NASCAR might not sell a standalone series entitlement uh, right beginning in 2020. Not exactly sure what that looks like. If that means like every other, it week means they can't sell sponsor. the darn well, sponsorship yeah, package. That, that's part of the problem. Come on, Scott. But I'm smart but, enough to read through. No, that. I, I understand that. But the the thing that I'm saying is, I don't know what it looks like that where they don't have a title sponsor for the whole season. Is it like are they going to have a different sponsor each week? Like uh, next week, it's the Ron Miller Race Cars well, Cup Series. They've, but, will they've be already, Michigan but, and, but they've already got that covered. I mean, it'd be pure Michigan 400. But no, I'm saying the series. Yeah. The series could change each week. I don't don't think so. All right, well, we'll see what happens with that. I did read something that uh, uh, when Sprint was the uh, title sponsor, I think that they paid like 70 to 90,000 per year and 20,000 million, yes. Yeah. 20 million of that went to the point fund. And I guess Monster Energy, uh, it's been reported as they only pay 20 million for the whole thing. For the uh, the sponsorship, so it's like for 50, the 2019, or that's what they're doing for now. for the past few years, yeah. So they're you know 50 million dollars less each year, and you're like you said, they can't sell it, and and it's they're kind of underselling their uh, the team sponsorships because I think a team sponsor is more than 20 million a year. Oh, I'm so, sure. So that that was a little bit of an issue, and I think that's kind of another reason why they're going to go to uh, not how having you, a standalone suppose, series sponsor. What, what created that whole mess, Scott? rules yep (laughs) absolutely buddy uh tony stewart back in the news uh we reported last week or maybe it was a couple weeks ago that uh uh, tony stewart and the parents of kevin ward jr uh, reached a a settlement agreement and they had asked the settlement hearing that was scheduled for earlier today actually uh, to be canceled or postponed because they had executed a confidential settlement agreement for which no further action by this court is required motion was denied they had the hearing um uh the judge uh, said the purpose of the hearing is not to reveal any confidential information but to make sure a binding settlement agreement has been signed and a stipulation of uh dismissal dismissal has been uh, made hmm. um seems so, like president trump could have made that so kind I, of an agreement so i think they're Ooh. just going through the the motions now and according to uh, usa today ward's family wanted to take the case to trial next month uh had it not been for the man- mounting court costs Pamela Ward, Ward Jr.'s uh, mother, said, uh, quote, I wanted to have a trial so he could be held accountable. That was my goal, unquote. Stewart uh, declined to comment after the hearing. Mm-hmm. So, more Tony Stewart news because it's the Tony Stewart show now. Uh, he put on a, a pretty cool uh, dirt track event uh, down at the dirt track at Texas over the weekend. Really? Yeah. He had the uh, Tony Stewart presents the Vinker Texas Sprint Car Nationals at the uh, dirt track there at Texas Motor Speedway. Uh, tried to get some fan cross-pollination, introduce some NASCAR fans into uh, to dirt track racing, and a lot of the, the NASCAR guys were there watching. Harvick has been working real hard on that, too, talking, yeah. uh, going to the short tracks and, and promoting the heck out of them. It, 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 I, think, I think they're on the right track. And uh, don't know if it'll save NASCAR, but it 
It sure won't hurt the short tracks. One last thing on NASCAR. Uh, when I was putting my uh, notes together, this was still a rumor, but I think it's been confirmed that they're going to be uh, running restrictor plates at the All-Star Race at, at Charlotte. Charlotte next month. Yep. So uh, True story. I guess the top speeds will be about 170 and maybe some better racing. I guess there's a different well, aero package and, and they're, they're going to be running, yep, too. Yep, totally different aero package. Uh, they tried it at, in an Xfinity race. And uh, there was a record number of, of passes for the lead. So I did see that, yeah. So. Hopefully, hopefully it'll work out. But the best thing they could do is leave the cars alone. <laughs> Let's keep tinkering. We'll get it right. Yeah. The, yeah. NASCAR has wanted parity for years, where the back car has every bit as much of a chance to win as the guys up front. That Wasn't that the IROC series? Yeah, well... How's that working out for you, NASCAR? <laughs> Parody makes for really, really boring races. All right. Upcoming races. Uh, season opener again tomorrow night, the Whiteford Kenneth Worth, the Whiteford Kenworth night featuring 410 Sprints, UMP Late Models, 305 Sprints. That's at Attica Raceway Park tomorrow evening. Finally going to get a race in. Ryan Weekman says uh, that's going to happen. So one more day of nice weather, I guess. Uh, Fremont Speedway, they're going to try... Uh, Saturday, I just looked before we went on the air here to see if uh, they had any announcements yet. They still have it as uh, uh, that it's going on. Community night, local first responders uh, admitted free. They're going to have 410 sprints, 305 sprints, dirt trucks, and the 602 crate late models, and uh, that's Saturday night, weather permitting. But it's not sounding good. But uh, check out their uh, website for updates for you. At least they haven't canceled a week in advance. Also, Milan Dragway is supposed to be opening Saturday as well. So we'll see if that uh, happens. I already mentioned Lima Land and Waynesfield. Their openers uh, 20th and 21st next weekend. Bearfield Motorsports Park, they push back their opener to next weekend, Saturday night, with the iCar All-Star Modified Tour. Oakshade will kick off their season on the 28th of April with the Bill Rickner Memorial. UMP Sports from Bombers Compacts. Uh, Flat Rock Speedway, same night, uh, their season opener. That's uh, Jet Pizza opening night with uh, late models figure eight street stocks. Sandusky Speedway. Also opening that night, lots of racing going on on Saturday the 28th. Uh, the Dick Ensign uh, season opener, modified street stocks, renegade stocks, that's Sandusky Speedway. And Toledo Speedway, now their opener will be on Friday, May 4th, with the uh, Helmagarn uh, Racing Super Fitness, Ronnie Beal Classic, USAC Silver Crowns, 100 laps, uh, plus their late model sportsman and uh, factory stocks. And one other thing uh, I told uh, Zach that I would uh, give him a plug, he's got a... a Fourth annual race car show at Hillsdale Free Methodist Church this Saturday. Really? Uh, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. You don't need to have your car pre-registered. You can register when you get there. It's five bucks, and uh, there's all kinds of cool stuff there. Uh, for more information, uh, give Zach Heiser a call five one seven two one two five nine two five, or just friend him on Facebook. There you go. Yeah, he's got a, a show. He does uh, for up uh, there in uh, Michigan. Yeah. I think he's uh, does some stuff with I ninety six and uh, he yeah. does indeed. You know what that means, don't you? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> People on uh, that are listening to us on iHeartRadio, they have no idea. They can't see. There's no visual aspect. But okay. uh, just so you know, there's flashing yellow lights right now. So that means it's time for the record report under caution with Mister Perry Cox. This came a couple days ago before the uh, the nice weather. So keep that in mind. <laughs> Welcome to the Wrecker Report, under caution. 
winter needs to go away. It's really hard to sit and watch a race for a couple hours when it's below freezing. Hey, you get spit that away. There's a new race car being developed due to the cold weather in the area. It's got a built-in heater. It's a combination of spring and winter. They're going to call it a sprinter car. <laughs> Dirt track racing in the area has been a lot like the new aquarium that I have at my house. Come to find out that tropical freshwater fish actually do require the water to be really warm to survive. Much like the weather needs to be really warm for our dreams of going racing this weekend. I'm going to try to stop killing every fish that I bring home from Walmart. And maybe Mother Nature will stop killing every chance we have to go see some good racing. And now, stupid jokes. What's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? One is really heavy, and the other is a little lighter. My friend says to me, what rhymes with orange? I said, no it doesn't. I don't get it. What do you call a Frenchman wearing sandals? Philippe Philop. <laughs> On a serious note, I'd like to give a shout out to Palmyra Speedway at Hilltop and John Bailey for everything he's done to just make that place amazing. They did go racing last Friday, and it sounds like they put on a really great show, and it's the hottest ticket in kart racing. If you haven't been there, make sure you make plans to get out there one Friday night this summer. Well, that's all I have for this week's report. Remember, there's only two kinds of race engines, ones that are blown up and ones that are going to blow up, it's probably time to change your oil. There you go. When I got that email from him, he says uh, his wife writes the record report. Yeah. But then he ruins it when it goes through the Perry filter. And that, what, that what, this is what we get. I like the orange joke. What yeah. rhymes with orange? No, it doesn't. <laughs> I like that one. That was a good yeah. one. Yeah. Anyways. That's going to do it for this edition of the Hammerdown Razor Report. Uh, went a little bit uh, long tonight. A lot of stuff to cover. We started just a, a little bit late, yeah. so we, we were allowed a couple extra minutes. And, so. and it's the nice thing about a podcast. Yeah. There's less rules. Unlike NASCAR. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to check out our uh, brand new website, hammerdownracingreport.com. If you ever get lost and uh, you don't know how to find us or how to listen to us, everything's right there. Also, uh, our brand new uh, gear, Hammerdown Racing Report uh, apparel and other stuff. Sure wish I other had one stuff. of those. It's coming. It's in the mail. It'll be arriving. We got an online store in there. You can buy your very own Hammerdown Racing Report uh, uh, apparel. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it from uh, the Ron Miller Race Car Studios. Hopefully, when we get out, the traffic will be a little bit lighter, and we can... should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give Ron a call if uh, you got some last minute need. Uh, racing's uh, just about ready to get in full gear around uh, Northwest Ohio. 734 856 7223. Once again, that's 734 856. Race. Do people still? I guess there are still letters on Yeah, there are. It's, yeah, okay. 
Uh, next week on the show, we're going to have uh, Charlie Orns, photographer uh, for many years, uh, awesome. many different tracks. So awesome photographer. I'm sure, we're gonna, he's going to have all kinds of stories for us. I hope. I'm hoping for some good uh, dirt. We'll see. We'll have to loosen him up a little before the show or something. Um, I was kind of responsible for getting him actively involved in racetrack. Um, he was on my crew about 100 years ago. Really? My granddaughter Stephanie was about that big. We've got a picture, a victory lane picture of him holding Stephanie, little dirt ball that she is or was. So we'll have to uh, ask him about that. Uh, if you want to advertise on the show, make sure to uh, shoot me an email, scotthammer at uh, iheartmedia.com. Or visit HammerdownRacingReport.com. We have actually all the uh, advertising information I put up there as well. Really? Prices and everything. It's all right there, out in the open. And phone numbers and uh, Scott, your you, phone numbers on there. You are so impressive. So, yeah, I just figured it makes it easier that way. So we'll be back next Saturday night. Saturday night. Thursday. I, I was in announcer mode at, uh, okay, next uh, Saturday night, late models. Uh, yeah. Uh, Thursday night, 7 o'clock, Facebook Live, Facebook.com slash HammerdownRacingReport. Uh, and don't forget, catch us on iHeart Radio on demand whenever you want. You We're can all just, over the place. Yeah, you can listen at your leisure. We really appreciate you folks listening. Thanks to uh, Ryan Weekman from Channel 11 uh, calling in tonight. Jerry Keezer from Limeland, Waynesfield. And uh, as always, thank you, Mr. Ron Miller. Yeah, thank you, Scott. Another great show. See you next week. Bye, y'all. <laughs> You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.